Gen Y, Gen Zers, baby boomers, and millennials, and welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. You know, before we start, I thought I would pull up a quick little tweet, and I think it's very relatable, Matt. It says, uh, the person goes by the name of Oh No Chels and says, one of my favorite things about being a millennial is how our weddings will start with a beautiful ceremony, celebrating love and end with everyone on the dance floor singing about sweat dropping down our balls and yelling, ah, skeet, skeet in front of grandma. And that's kind of the mood I'm feeling in is just having a little dance party today because... We hit another decade of episodes, episodes 130. Uh, Matt, how are you? How are things on 130? Uh, things are great. I'm high on life right now. Um, you know, I'm ready to act like we're sweating our asses off on the dance floor. I think oh, that's, okay. just, that's the vibe everybody has to go into each day of the week. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I feel like our episodes kind of brings people together like that song, Get Low, by, by Lil John. You can't hear that song and not get excited. You just, you just can't. I kid you not. The, the music that starts off our show, like, that's probably the same caliber as Get Low. Like, I, mean, oh, I, I, may, be, I may be expanding myself a little bit, maybe exhausting it or maybe stretching it a little bit. But I, but I think, you know. I feel like that's going to be my wedding song. <laughs> that's, that's what Jenna's going to walk you down. Now we're going to walk in <laughs> funny business podcast intro. <laughs> you know what? That will be my problem. As your best. Uh, oh, I hope I'm your best man. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, man. Somebody's right entitled there. over here. <laughs> uh, if I am your best man, I will enter your wedding with our theme song. Uh, and I expect you to do the same. I was like, what if it's an idea to do that? <laughs> I totally Actually, we have. should just... We should just do a first dance with just each other at our weddings with our theme song. <laughs> that I'll consider it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you on the side. Would allow that? Maybe maybe on the side, like where no one's paying attention. Like just just have a little pre-dance before we all come out together and dance. So like yeah. that's kind of like the music that the DJ plays before everybody comes running out, like the wedding parties introduced. Like that music will play while everybody's waiting for everybody to get together, but then we can have our moment behind the curtain before we walk mm-hmm. out. Absolutely. I you know, what what better moment? I mean, really, like, yeah, we're marrying like our future wives, like that's fine. But like as bros as potentially each other's best man. It's really our day. It's really yeah. about us. Bros we before no-goes. And we are allowing each other to get married. That's really, <laughs> I'm allowing you to hopefully marry Jenna. You will allow me to hopefully marry April one day. Like, this is just, that's just the way it is. Like, they always have the bride walk up with their their dad to basically, like, give up their daughter. Mm-hmm. Instead of that, it's like yep. they're going to walk up. We're going to say yes. But then one of us is going to run all the way to the back, the back of the church. And then mm-hmm. we're going to link arms. And we're going to walk up. Yes. <laughs> do you yeah. take this person <laughs> to be your husband? I do. There you go. <laughs> yep. That's, I don't see a, a better a better way to get married. Oh, man. We're already planning a bunch of stuff, Matt. I mean, I, I can't really say we're going to look back on this. Yeah. I, and I've, I've mentioned this before. of how many episodes we now have quote archived of just (laughs) talking to each other and just kind of talking. I don't want to say about the future. I mean, we could talk about the chronicles of like you getting your PS five, you talking about your margarita machine. That's been there. You being on a flight, which by yourself, which I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about a little bit later. Um, I won't spoil it and asking you how it was. We'll wait for a little later, but you know, it comes with planning Matt. A lot of things that come with planning typically involve, you know, planning for events, planning for a digital strategy, you may say. Um, but Matt, I want to talk about an Instagram takeover that kind of went wrong today. I love these. Oh, it's lovely. You know, a lot of times I think social media managers, and I know I'm calling people out, but at the same time, failing to plan is planning to fail. One of my favorite quotes of all time. I think having a plan coming into it is going to prevent you from doing stuff that I'm going to mention from here. Um, 
Matt, this comes from a Dutch university's Instagram takeover by a student. Uh, I am going to completely botch the name of the school, but it's De Hagenschonga School. I think I totally botched sure. that. I'm so I, I think you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is D-E-H-A-A-G-S-E-H-O-G-E. De Hagshog. Nailed it. Yep. Okay, Moving we're on. just going to call it DS because <laughs> so uh, the university hosts a weekly student takeover on its Instagram. Uh, Matt, you are familiar with Instagram takeovers, correct? Yes. So it's where a individual that is related to the affinity is going to post stories of kind of like a day in the life. Typically, a takeover is a day in the life of that individual. So from the time they wake up to the time they conclude it. The time that they can conclude it really depends on how much they need to cover that day. Um, so they host a weekly takeover. Um, they let students document their life on campus. Uh, the content of these takeovers is typically focused on study-related topics like library sessions, study-related issues like experiences from different study programs, or student life snapshots such as housing, nightlife, and study associations. Uh, this uh, unfortunate week, however, uh, the student behind the camera chose to use their 15 minutes of fame to pick out questions from the audience that some found, quote, mildly speaking, inappropriate for the platform. Uh, so anybody knows who's on Instagram, you can, quote, ask me a question, um, and then you're able to pull it anonymously uh, and be able to answer it through your Instagram takeover. So that's a question that I have real quick. Yeah, go for it. The person that posts that question, can they see... Who asked the question or no? When the person, yes, the person who gets it can ask, can see the question. Um, I believe, and I haven't done a question thing on Instagram. Uh, but when they go to post it, they can hide who sent it. I believe so. Yeah, that's um, what I thought. Yeah, I'm just, here's how to do anonymous questions on Instagram. Okay. Typical social media manager yes. have to pull yep. the shit up. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. <laughs> Okay, cool. All right. So, Matt, you would think, what, what type of questions would you ask a student that is attending a college or university as like a prospect? Uh, maybe your daily routine. Okay. Uh, kind of how you prepare for classes or exams. Uh, I have a feeling these questions would be more towards like the partying aspect of college, maybe. You're wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> you are way wrong. Okay. Uh, Matt, this uh, one person who anonymously asked wanted to know this individual. Um, okay, I'm just going to say it. Ass or tits? Mm. <laughs> okay, the, the question is old as time. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Um, so the person's reply to the student says, the soul. But your ass if I have to choose. Uh, well... Um, it's not wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Matt it didn't stop there. Oh, oh no! <laughs> uh, so that first one was posted uh, per the sequence, and then a second one showed up. Uh, one of the uh, questions. So the actual prompt was "Ask me a parentheses deep question." Um. And one of it was clean your computer, fam. Shit's dirty AF. And okay. the person said suave. But then in the bottom left hand corner, there was a little text that was a little hard to read if you didn't catch it. Um, but some of our screen grabbers decided to catch it uh, and said that can't be as dirty as I left your mom last night. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a classic your mom joke. Oh, man. So as every good social media manager, they intervened uh, quickly and shut down the Instagram takeover completely. They mm -hmm. did a post on Instagram. They did a story of text like any typical, uh, you know, uh, apology uh, text or, you know, any tweet of apologies. Did they, uh, uh, did they do the classic notes app apology? Uh, kind of. They put it on their Instagram and then they just put a gradient background behind it. But uh the way that it was written was, unfortunately, the takeover of the week has ended. Some of the posted stories were contrary to our values. We'd like to apologize to those who felt offended in any way or form by the content that was made. The students' takeovers are for all students of THUAS um, and are meant to be meant to show what it's like what it's like to be a student at THUAS. 
We want students to be their true selves, but still ask them to make stories that are in line with our guidelines. If you want to talk about earlier posted stories, please send email to and then the email and then it's from the uh, the institution. I love the classic notes app apology. Like when the people just type in a notes app, it's like you could not have took any less less care into making your apology than using the notes app. Another thing that I get very pissed off to, I'm a huge advocate of digital accessibility. It is 100% not accessible if you just post a photo with a notes app. Yeah, you yeah. are just better off writing a tweet thread for Correct. that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <coughs> But if you hear me coughing, I don't have COVID. I, I tested Are you choking on your uh, your yingling this week? Choking on my alibi. Oh gosh, there it is. You know, I was um, listening. I was listening yeah, to a, a video, and they said that you should stop saying brand names because you're just selling stuff for free. So, Matt, you enjoying that nice beer? I I love beer. Oh, you love beer? Yep, <laughs> I love beer. Um, yeah, this is uh. You know, this is what happens when you give college kids access to social media. Uh, they they're just going to treat it like a dick yak, except oh. uh, it's not not anonymous. The good old yak. It's yeah, R.I.P. Well done. Actually, yuk yak's kind of coming back, kind of a little bit. Depends where you are. Nah, depends where you're at. Depends where you are. So, Matt, I'd, I'd like to ask you for somebody who doesn't manage social media quite a bit but yeah. uh just want to test your uh shall i say skills uh for that time how would you go about doing a takeover with a student or just a individual that you want to feature on your instagram story um <clears throat> i feel like if it's a professional the the question and answer could work mm -hmm. if not i feel like just making sure they're kind of supervising what they go through in a normal day, like taking videos of them walking to class or of them doing an activity after after class or before they do their homework and just kind of doing like a like a vlog, okay. like a live vlog, making sure that like maybe they're showing how how a normal college kids day is like in the life mm. of a college kid for a prospective student, things like that. Uh, opportunities where you can make things anonymous and give them more freedom is probably not the best way to do it. Uh, I feel like you want to give them freedom, but also give them guidelines that they can follow. So shit like this doesn't happen. <clears throat> I actually, I have a bona fide way of, uh, preventing such atrocities from happening. I'm all ears. You don't give them your Instagram account, username and password. What you do is you just have them take photos mm -hmm. and send the person, the manager, texts and what they want to say, and then the social media manager puts it together. That's a smart thing to do, especially if you do it like a day in advance. Well, not even a day in advance, like real time, because you still want it to be real time, but at least at that point, you're getting at least one set of eyes to go through for it. Um, and then you'll be able to do that. Yeah. I mean, that, that does make the most sense because then at the end of the day, they can cut what's good or say yep. like, no, we can't post this. Yes, we can't post this. Hey, mm -hmm. try doing more of this. Yep. Less of that. That's, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very active time of, of doing an Instagram takeover, but this is one of the many reasons why I am always very uh, reserved in just handing out an Instagram password like it's a piece of candy because mm -hmm. you may run into things where this happens. I mean, it's the same thing as you hand somebody a, a, a camera to take photos and they take weird photos and then it happens, you know, yep. stuff happens. But mm -hmm. um. I have not seen any follow-up regarding this individual's, uh, shall I say, uh, discipline. Um, but it's just a nice reminder for all social media managers to not um, be lazadaisical or uh, laissez-faire, which means let it be, uh, in your social media takeovers with their students. Even if you think that they are the golden child, you never know what is going to be interacted, let alone... You never know who's going to be posting it because if they have the person's phone and it's unlocked, the world is their oyster with it. Yeah, it's just giving college kids freedom to 
do whatever they want. Not always the best idea. Yeah, <clears throat> it's 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 a it's a little tedious, but um, <laughs> I was going to randomly ask you the question. That was the first question, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I just say nah. Nah, yeah, we are professionals. There's a reason why we're called funny business. <laughs> That's true. Fifty percent funny, fifty percent business. I don't think I would even want access to my college's social media. Like I, my, my, my maybe it's because I'm a boring person. I, I don't know what I would have talked about during my day. Hey guys, just be going to class. Just be coming back from class. Now I'm in the cafeteria. Now I'm doing and, homework. Like, who, who wants to see that? And that's the thing that I also not want to make a point to it, but what I, what I think about sometimes, like, if you're asking to do a social media takeover, you're almost fabricating what you do on a daily. Like, because it's all supposed to be happy and go lucky, but at the same time, it's not because you're trying to fabric- fabricate a nice day of a takeover. Like you're not going to say, "Oh man, my girlfriend just broke up, broke up with me." Like you're not going to say that shit, but yet if it happened during the day, a true takeover would have you post about that. And I know that mm-hmm. that's irrelevant to the content that that they're posting, but likewise, you're having that moment or that time, which to me, I think somebody should just film you during the day. That's, That's what, what it should come down say. to. I was just going to say that. Like, right. let the social media manager, the person, the professional do his job. He'll know what's good for the day, what's not, what's, what's inappropriate, what's appropriate. Let him do the job. And the person that he's videotaping gets a little bit of shadowing to, to see the day in the life of a social media manager. Like, let them do their job and just film the person. And I think it's much better too. <laughs> you okay, Matt? Yeah, I just got tickle right, tickle right now. We're good. Um, and it looks better when somebody is filming you rather than this weird, like, "Hey guys, what's up?" I'm holding mm-hmm. my phone in front of me like a selfie, like, "Yo, you know, what up, guys? This up, is guys? Jason. I'm gonna take you through my day today. <laughs> We're starting off with a bacon, egg, and cheese." <laughs> like no one cares jason just go home to your frat i I don't care beer and get no girls because you have no game i don't care that you ate a bacon egg and cheese sandwich i have a story i'm gonna say for later in the podcast i'm ready for it yeah we'll we'll get there (laughs) but yeah um just just be smart be mindful uh you know it might require a little bit of more work for an individual to do a takeover but better be safe than sorry if you ask me yeah i, I think just why would if, like if i was in charge of a, a company's social media like i would want to be in charge of it all the time like yes yeah. i'll take like days off but like prep like even like when you know you're not going to be at work you prep ahead like i would never want to give someone else the keys to my job and be like hey go ahead and do it because i don't trust anyone to do my job it is, it is it is basically like giving somebody the keys to your office. It really is. It's just the keys to your car and you say, hey, go drive her for a day. Like, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. You got a good point. <clears throat> yep. Um Yeah, I I think it's just important to just do your own job. Yes. Absolutely. Amen. Yep. Yep. And then it's also time, important time, take away from your job, which is a perfect segue. Into my advice for this week, because Mike, if you remember, what do you not remember what you told me? Where, where, where I'm going to do the advice in the middle? Oh, I thought you were going to do it before we wrapped up. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, that's that no, we switched it. Because remember, I said I was so awkward switching that we're going to put the advice here, so it's not as awkward. Anyway, yeah, I made it awkward by explaining all of that. <laughs> made it super awkward. We're going to roll with it. My advice for this week: <sighs> live life to the fullest. Okay. Uh, you never know when bad stuff's going to happen. So just live life. Um, yeah. And just don't be afraid to, to do what you want to do in life. And don't be live your life like you only live once. Like, live your life to the point where it is okay to be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but you are pushing yourself to be uncomfortable to be comfortable. 
that makes sense. Like, don't go, don't go out and like. I'm just trying to think of a scenario that people are like, oh yeah, YOLO. Like, don't go parkouring <laughs> off the top of buildings because that's right. you know that's how you live your life to the fullest. Unless you're a trained professional, like by all means, I mm-hmm. I I'm, I I I I second that. But for you to go out and you know whether that's asking for that promotion or going to that place that you know you want to socialize with or you want to socialize with somebody new like do it just do it (laughs) all right let's do some segments uh mike actually your first topic i was gonna do this this topic for last but um you know talking about your mom jokes I Some thought you were just gonna, jokes. I thought you were just going to say talking about your mom. I'm like, we did no. not talk about my mom no, at all. Today. Talking about <laughs> some sex jokes that the kid made. Let's do a little. Would you rather? However, this is going to be a very special. Would you rather? Oh dear God, Mike. I have. We're not going to do all of them. Okay. I have a list of 100 dirty. Would you rather questions? Oh, no, no, yes. Oh, oh no. yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. Absolutely. We're, we're going into it. We're, oh, we're, we're get, not. Oh, we're yes, we are. No, yep. no, no. I'll keep, I'll try to keep it as PZ as possible. The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> no, we're doing it. <laughs> okay, fine. Starting off with a banger. Would you rather accidentally send a sext to your mom or a nude to your ex? Sex to my mom. Uh, yeah, yeah. As awkward as that can, would be, you can laugh about it. Yeah, I mean, at the time, it's gonna suck. Um, hey, but I just don't want. iOS has a way to delete the message. So that's a good. That's a point. That's a good point. Yep. <clears throat> um, some of these are a little too out there that we're not gonna go through. Okay, good. So give me some time to to search through <laughs> process um, and and see this. Uh, would you rather be terrible in bed or a terrible kisser? A terrible kisser. I agree a hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Because at least you can make it up in the bedroom. Correct. Mom, yeah. I'm sorry you're listening to this episode. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Oh, um. I love this question so much. Uh-huh. I just have to ask it. Uh, would you rather only ever be on the top during sex or only ever on the bottom? <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to answer first. Yeah, go for it. Top. Yeah, stop. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. I need another yep. beer. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Then, I'll, then I'll, just, I'll just keep rattling off more. Um, I, I just enjoy it more on top. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. There it is. Um, Mike, you have any you want to throw out there? Um, no. You're. It's your segment, pal. <laughs> uh, okay. Would you rather have your parents see your sex tape or watch your parents' sex tape? <clears throat> That's a good one. This one's tough. This one's tough. This is tough. Neither is a good option. No. However, and this might be they're both hot takes Mm -hmm. i think i'd rather watch my parents sex tape really in my head listen (laughs) everyone out there listening knows this one fact (laughs) your parents had sex well yeah you didn't exist (laughs) i don't want to know i don't want my parents to know what my sex life was like Uh uh-huh at least I, i like i know my parents had to have sex to have me so we know that happened. I, so that's why I'm going to go you, with that. You have a pretty damn good case about that. Right? That's pretty logical. But it's a sex tape. Like, it's only... You've only had sex one time in that tape. Like, if you watched your, you know, your episodic uh, life of your sex tape, like, then, then I would be very uncomfortable with that. But, ah, oh, man. Yeah, I'd be the parent's sex tape. Okay, I think that's that's a safe yeah. option. This one's not that bad. Would you rather hold your partner's face and stare into their eyes for five hours straight or never get to be that close to them ever again? 
Say that first part again. I got really yeah, confused. It's, with it's that. a little confusing. Would you rather hold your partner's face and stare into their eyes for five hours straight, or never get to be that close to them ever again? <clears throat> I would. I would do the first one. Yeah. I, I, listen, I love staring into April's eyes. Yeah, Jenna's eyes. Hmm. Um. Let's see. That's a tough one. Get 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 a raunchy one out of the way. You want a raunchy one? Yeah, we can bleep it up if we want to. Would you never? Would you rather never come again, or never be able to have your favorite meal again? (laughs) (laughs) This is holy shit! Yeah. (laughs) Um. Uh. I'm going to be straight up here. I would rather never eat my favorite meal again. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not because we're a super horny. I think it's no. just... No. Because, we, we don't have kids yet. We want a family. Right. You know, there's no vasectomies yep. yet. Like, yep. If I was like 45, happen. maybe I'd change my answer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um... Would you rather be a sugar daddy or have a sugar daddy? Oh, I'd rather yeah. have a sugar daddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Send him some feet pics for some money? Yeah. Absolutely. I'll send you $1,200 <clears throat> weekly if you send me some feet pics. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you rather only have sex in the middle of the night or right when you wake up? I mean, are we talking like middle of the night, like 2 a.m., 3 a.m.? Yes. <sighs> this is tough. Because on the one hand, you do. Here's my logic. I'll let you answer first, but I'll get. I'll, I'm ready to hear your logic. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'm not going to answer yet. I'll let you go first, but here's the, something to think of. On the one hand, you do like morning sex, great way to start the day. Okay. On the other hand, you don't have to get up early for it. Like you can sleep in. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd much rather prefer in the morning because, like, thinking about it too, like, you know, if you do it in the middle of the night, you're up and you're not sleeping. And like, We've had our advice in the past of like get some sleep. <laughs> like But what if you get to sleep until like noon the next day? Still the morning you still do it because that's when you wake up, so that's my logic. I think I'm gonna go middle of the night. Okay. But they're both <laughs> good. Uh would you rather never be able to hold hands or kiss your partner in public or only show really aggressive forms of PDA? <clears throat> Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm going really aggressive forms of PDA. Yeah, I I would just love to know what these, uh, hang on, really aggressive so, forms of PDA. I'm thinking like an intense makeout, which that would be uncomfortable. Or uh-huh. just like slapping some ass. See, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that aggressive. You don't think that's aggressive? I don't think, I don't think what slapping if it's like a, a full wind, wind up. That's assault. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> warranted full windup. Let me rephrase that. It is. It is allowed. Is it enough where the person goes, "Ouch"? Then that's assault. <laughs> no, I think it's just enough that's like it's more than just like a little pat. Yeah, I, I would just go with the aggressive form of PDA. That'd be me. I, I agree. Would you rather have sex in a bathroom of Taco Bell or in your car in the church parking lot? <laughs> I think I know your answer. What do you think? What do you think my answer is? The Taco Bell. No. Oh, you want to do it in the church parking lot? Church parking lot. Is this from experience? No. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, church parking lot for me too. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. 
I can't uh, believe you're doing this. <laughs> why not? We got listen. Ah, just, let's just let's switch it. Turn it. Switch the knots. We, we're vulnerable. always so like. Uh, what's the word? Well, Matt, everyone last week found out that you have trouble getting it in the hole. So I am. Can I confirm that is not true? <laughs> oh God. Uh, would you rather summers i'm sorry (laughs) would you rather only be able to sext or only be able to have zoom sex what is zoom sex sex or for zoom what that's a thing yeah i i I would i'd rather sext i'd rather sext yeah Uh, zoom sex just does not seem appealing at all oh no not at all like You'd have to set it up. You'd have, like, yeah, it's, uh, it's not good. Okay, so I was last night on FaceTime with April. I was reading some of these. Okay. This one came up. Uh-huh. And she, she did not like my answer to this one. Uh-huh. Mike, would you rather have sex with Thomas the Tank Engine on in the background every time you have sex? Or intense thrash metal. <laughs> I want your answer first. Um, Thomas the Tank Engine. Okay, that's what much. I said too. That's what I said. Here's my logic. Intense thrash metal. I feel but, like it would throw me off my game. Because I'm going to try to like... Keep up with the rhythm. Yeah, like I don't. It throw me off my game. Have you heard about the Reddit post about um, a person finishing to this song? Uh, what's the song? It is called. Oh gosh, uh, person finishing during sex i heard this on the the tripod and like wow i was cracking up hysterically i almost crashed not really um matt i want you to do me a favor um i'm going to send this to you yep um actually i need to hear it but um tell me tell me why it was upsetting for for april to hear you say thomas the tank engine I think she was just thrown off that I would want Thomas the Tank on in the background. Mm. Uh, because her logic is it's just music, but it would throw me off my game. Yeah. Okay. I want you to listen to this. I'm going to actually overlay it because, I don't know, YouTube fairness policies and all that. Whatever. I'm going to play it. Um, I want you to just play it. Okay. And I want you... This is, this is a song that this person finishes to. Are you going to put this in the recording? Yeah, I'm going to put it in the recording. Okay. I have a Liberty Mutual ad. Please hold. Ah, damn it. Damn Liberty Mutual. I have a question I want to ask, then don't let me forget it. Okay. I have another ad. Come on. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to ask my doctor about anything. Damn YouTube ads. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> I hate it so much. This is an awful choice. <laughs> no, that's terrible. So let me read because I have to. This is from a Reddit user um, posted by Tyler Life. Of course, okay. this came from Reddit. Yeah. My 20 F, I guess. Yeah. My 20 year old female girlfriend of two years told me that that the music that I play during sex is weird and a major turnoff. When I first started having sex, I researched into ways to better as I was a little stiff and pretty much had no idea what I was doing. I wrote online that you play music to match the rhythm in order to put on better performance. I searched lovemaking songs and started slowly creating a playlist in which I was comfortable matching the rhythm. There are a few songs to my playlist. However, there is one song in particular which actually happens to be my favorite that my girlfriend hates and says turns her off in a major way. I don't understand why it's taken her two years to tell me she hates that song. It's good love making song with good rhythm. I feel the way I effed up is I could have possibly asked her previously if she likes the playlist or any song she'd like to add slash change. 
but to leave it for two years thinking our sex life is great, but in her eyes has just been ruined by my music, has left the whole situation feeling awkward, and I'm a bit annoyed. I pretty much played this tune every single time, so the amount of time she must have not been enjoying it, when I thought the complete opposite is annoying but also embarrassing in ways. Not to mention my previous partners, however, they never complained about the song, so maybe it's just her. It's effed up the relationship, to be honest, because sex feels awkward now. The other day we were having sex with no music, but I was still thrusting to the tune playing in my head. She recognized this and asked me to stop. I thought this song was perfect, and I always thrust along with the tune and feel it gives me the perfect rhythm to doing the deed to. I usually burst this song and find it devastating. She hates the song. Awful song choice. <laughs> God, awful. What was your question about Liberty Mutual? <clears throat> no, so it wasn't Liberty Mutual. Um... What's the weirdest movie TV show you've had on in the background? None. None? No. What do you mean? Uh, no. I don't. I No. You don't know? I Not that I don't know. I know. It's none. Really? Yeah. It's I've never weird? Netflixed and chilled. So it's no. No? No. I know mine. Mm. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I just quiet. It's not this podcast. No. That's what you're thinking. No. The Incredibles 2. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yours? Yeah, that's mine. Okay. Mine's mine Seinfeld. <laughs> I can't necessarily say it was and I and I love that I get to say this on the podcast. I I, I can't say it was coitus. But it was it was real intimate time. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, we'll do a few more. I, I feel oh, like great. we're enjoying this. <laughs> it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, would you rather use mayonnaise or ketchup as lube? <laughs> the hell? Uh, that's oh. that's the question that's on there. Oh, <clears throat> um, mayonnaise. Yeah, but like that's disgusting. Like. <laughs> Correct. Oh, that's so good. But mayonnaise. Uh, yeah, but like still like oh what? <laughs> uh I don't know. If I didn't I, I I screened this list just to see if this was viable. It was. Uh-huh. I haven't gotten this far down, so I don't know what else we're gonna oh, have. Oh, you're in you're in unnatural territory. <laughs> uh all right, I hit the bottom of the list. Let me find one more. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Um, do do do. This is a great podcast. This is great. Um, would you rather only be able to have sex in cars or only be able to have sex in the shower? Mm. It's easy for me. Shower, car. What if you get caught? You can't get caught in a shower. Car. You would rather face public charges for what is it called? Nudity, I, public nudity. The shower is not my favorite. I, I know it's not really the most convenient, but still. Okay, I'm not gonna just like do it in the middle of, a, of like a Target parking lot. Yeah, I'll find somewhere to go. <laughs> I'll find a back road, you know, right? It's somewhere. I literally thought as I was leaving work today, I thought to myself, I'm like. We should try to get canceled one time. See what happens. <laughs> this might be the episode. Oh, we won't get canceled for this. <laughs> nah, not at all. And with that being said, we'll move on to our final segment. I think I just ripped it's, my underwear. Oh boy. Well, maybe we'll get canceled for that. I heard a snap. I'm like, oh, oh boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, it is time for some say what. I'll go first, if you don't mind. Yeah, I, I don't know how I expect to recover from after that. Okay, segment, I'll give you some time to recover. I'm surprised that's the first time that's ever happened. I remember this one time, freshman year, I was at this party, and I knocked something over, and it was really embarrassing. That's the first time it's ever happened, I'm impressed. It did. I, I give you credit for that. All right. So, I went on a plane this weekend. <laughs> did you? I did. <laughs> I don't think our audience knew about it. <laughs> this past weekend, went on a plane. Um, got to see April. It was great. Uh, congratulations. 
while long I, distance. I mean, yes. I mean it in a positive way. I'm happy no, I for know. you. I, I, <laughs> um, while long distance is extremely hard, it is extremely worth it. Hmm. It was like a perfect weekend. Yeah. It just couldn't have went any better. Like the flight was good. Seeing her for the first time was, I didn't know what to expect. And it was, it was just that first hug and like that first kiss was just great. We had a great weekend at Magic Kingdom and Epcot or at Magic, Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Like we got on almost every ride. I wasn't able to get on the Pirates ride, uh, which sucks because that's one of my favorites, but it was down for maintenance. What are you going to do? Mm. Um, they kept Magic Kingdom open till midnight for us because we had, not for me in April, but <laughs> if you had a ticket for the Halloween party, <laughs> um, they kept it open till midnight. Uh, we did Space Mountain in the complete pitch dark. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Epcot was great. Got some drinks around the world. We did Hibachi in Japan. Ooh. We got on the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride. How was that? It is my favorite ride of all time. Yeah, it is so good. Like she didn't really tell me much about it. She's just like, I know you. I know what rides you like, what rides you don't like. You're going to love it. I was like, all right. So you go in. It's kind of kind of similar to Rise of the Resistance. Okay. Where you walk in, they play a video. Then you walk in another door. There's another video. Right. It's an experience. But then you actually go to like roller coaster part. Mm. What's cool is you're actually like when you're doing the roller coasters, sometimes you're going like straight. Sometimes yeah. the car turns sideways and you're moving like to your left down the roller coaster, mm. which is really cool. Yeah. that It's my favorite ride. Like it's it was that good. Um, it was also cool. So you had to buy like a time slot to go on the ride. You couldn't just go and like wait in line. So April got up at seven, wasn't able to get it. They released more at like one o'clock and it sold out in four seconds at one o'clock and we got one of them. Good for you. So it was sick. Um, flight home wasn't bad. Like it was just a great weekend. And not that we were nervous that like things were going to change that we were long distance, but we just picked everything up. Like we were like, we just saw each other like yesterday. It was just great. Like I couldn't, I, I couldn't have asked her to go any better. And like long distance has been tough. But like, it, it's it's worth it if you have the right person. I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Being cordial, like okay. or honest, I should say. Over. I'm happy that someone who has started off a relationship to seeing them almost every day mm-hmm. to now switching to a long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think that's what a lot of people don't understand with the relationship that Jenna and I have. Like, it's long distance. And for the majority of our relationship, it has been long distance. Mm-hmm. Like, we've only been able to be together for a year. Yeah, literally a year and a month um, right before the pandemic hit. And then she went home and that was an hour and a half away. And then she was lucky enough to pick up a job. So that's another hour and a half. And it's refreshing to hear someone experiencing a long distance relationship when they first had a close distance relationship. So it's not that I'm like making fun of you, but it's like, it's, it's funny because I I live it every Mm -hmm. day. Like it's the weekend. And then by the four, you know, it's Sunday and then I have to go home and then we have to part ways and then we have to do it all over again for another week. Like, so it's it's it was it was interesting to hear your perspective from mm-hmm. that. No, again, it wasn't like we were nervous that like we weren't gonna like that we were like lose a spark or anything. It was just nice knowing like it, nothing changed. Like, As I, feel, I feel like a lot of people fear like something's gonna change, but like in reality, it shouldn't. Like if you really love that person, like you're gonna be the same whether you're five minutes away or an hour and a half away or six states away. Yeah. I mean, it, you're right. That's, but it, it's just very interesting <laughs> to hear your perspective of a long distance relationship yes. when you've what? It's only been like what a month and a half. Uh yeah, almost two months. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm happy you had an opportunity to spend time with her. And how come you don't wear tights when I'm around with you? I don't wear tights. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> I wore short shorts. That, uh, that was Peter Pan. Now. That was Peter Pan. And I was Peter like, Pan, Ooh, take well. little yep. uh, Peter Pan. Little yep. uh, Pita Pata. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's only your say what? Well, we one of each. Oh, shit. Yep. I always forget this. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm all messed up in the notifications department. With my mean? phone. Like, there's times when I see an Instagram notification, like those red numbers. Yeah. There's like two. I'm trying to figure out where the hell is this two notifications from. It's nowhere to be found. My Venmo notifications, they don't work. Like, I don't get notifications when somebody Venmos me. Ooh. Like, I will share this on the podcast because I'm calling out my dad this week. <laughs> oh, no. So my dad likes to do what's called the drunk mo. And what he likes to do is he likes to Venmo his son's $50. So my dad thought it would be a fun game to see who would be the quickest to thank dad with his drunk mo. I love this already. So for everybody at home, so we can follow appropriately, let's just say, you know, Wednesday of of one week, my dad sends out three Venmos because there's three of us, Philip, Trent, myself. Dad sends out the three drunk mos. Philip sends out the first text. Trent sends out the second. Two and a half weeks later, oh, no. I found <laughs> out my Venmo came through that my dad Venmoed me. No. So I said, sorry, I, think I don't get notifications of my Venmo, but I appreciate you sending me a Venmo. I didn't find this out until I got to see him a couple weeks ago. That the winner of who was first was drunk mode an additional $50. Oh, no. <laughs> like, what a contest. Oh, my God. It's I like love a radio dad. station contest. So call number one. <laughs> you win $50. I love you, dad. But like, son of a bitch. Like that. That is that. On what grounds is that fair for, for all of us here? <laughs> I love you, dad. That's awesome. <laughs> um. But yeah, it, uh, I, I, am I okay with my current notification setup? Absolutely. I have nothing wrong with it, but unfortunately sometimes it gets the better of me. Like my dad's mm-hmm. drunk mo. Yeah. So I used to knock at Instagram notifications for like years and, 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 and you, all of a sudden they just came on. Yeah. And you, you said that to me and now I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm just like mad with his Instagram notifications. I'm yeah. not getting any Venmo notifications anymore. And then it changes where now I get every single notification when somebody likes a post and it's like a little push notification. I'm like, relax, mm-hmm. especially when you run four other Instagram accounts. Yeah, it's not good. Not great. It's not great, no. Jim. <coughs> Jeez. All right, my last one. Uh, it's in regards to my travel, but it's not travel related. Okay. So my flight to go down left at 6 a.m. from the airport, 15 minutes from my house. So I'm in the airport at five o'clock in the morning. I know you were terrified. I I wasn't. I actually like now that I did it. Like I'm doing it again soon. When? Um, but five o'clock in the morning. I considered getting a, a mimosa. I did not. <gasps> there's a Duncan because there's a Duncan <laughs> in the airport. Yeah. So I got my iced coffee. I got uh-huh. a donut. That's a mm. normal thing to get at 5 a.m. before a flight. Yes. So I'm sitting in one of the seats. We had like 15 minutes till we started boarding the plane. And this guy sits down next to me. Oh, at no. At 5 a.m. And he's eating a ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah. At 5 a.m. Uh-huh. What a psychopath move. Why? Oh, wait. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was a breakfast sandwich. No, no you no, mean no, like no, a no. ham and no. cheese, like ham, lunch cheese, sandwich. Lettuce, mayo. You know what what's a even monster. Worse? You know what's even worse, Mike? What? It wasn't homemade. He bought it from the vending machine in the airport. That guy must have been hungry. I, that's a psychopath. You yes. cannot. I'm, I, I tweeted this. I said, my guy, have you not heard of a bacon, egg, and cheese before? It's five I o'clock so in the morning. Get off. your shit together. I was so thrown off because I'm like ham. I'm like, okay, yeah, you can have ham for breakfast, but like this is like, like a lunch cold slice, cold cut yeah. slice cold ham. Cut. Yeah, yeah, from the vending machine. From the- <laughs> a 
a psychopath move. He was on my plane. I wanted to give him to Chris Brown one too. <laughs> Gosh, an altercation. Um, did I ever tell you when I was at the San Francisco airport that there literally was a machine that made iced coffee? Like there was an AI robot arm that oh, made wow. iced coffee. No, that's yeah, awesome. I got to send that to you in a little bit. But it was literally an arm that was making the coffee and it was like waving to people and dancing. Like it was basically like a one arm motion. But um, I, I mean, it was five bucks later. But it, I mean, but it was the experience that counted. So yeah. <laughs> It was good coffee. It was good coffee made by a robot. So I, I can't I can't deny it was bad, but I'll tell oh, you the Dunkin' in the airport was very good too. It was that's, good coffee. That's sandwich. Oh yeah, man. no, that's that's a crazy move. <laughs> Things is, did you end up sitting next to him at the in the, Not, in the thankfully plane? no. Actually, no. so yeah. on my way down to Florida, the middle seat was open in my row. Oh. I had the aisle seats both ways. On the way home, once we got up in the air, the couple next to me, there was an empty row in front of us, and they asked if they could just take that for their own row. So the guy let him, and she was like, I hope you don't mind. I was like, hey, I'm not going to say no to a whole row by myself. <laughs> so I had, I had great you. flights. Yeah. Wow. Good for you, man. Yeah. That was my first experience. I actually had an open seat. Um, like, there was an open middle seat, so I actually had my first flight ever to have an open seat in between the, the window yeah. seat and... Wow. Let's go, man. Good for you. Yep. Wow. I'm glad your flight went well. Thank you. Um, Speaking of psychopaths, Uh so while Matt was, uh, shall I say, just enjoying himself in the the big old Mickey Mouse clubhouse. Mm -hmm. So you find her every day. That the the same week that Matt was preparing for uh, the flight down to Orlando, I decided to put on a crime fiction, but I really should say it is a crime nonfiction. Matt, I decided to watch on Netflix the Dahmer monster, mm. the Def- Jeffrey Dahmer story. You know, I've been debating. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Wow. Um, Man. Uh, the first episode I watched was at 1130 at night. I thought I was going to not fall asleep. Oh, no. Uh, I actually slept very well. Um, Evan Peters, um, for those who watched WandaVision, Quicksilver um, in WandaVision specifically, um, he plays Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, I've watched like interviews of the actual Jeffrey Dahmer and then like Evan Peters performing spot on like completely spot on as far as his performance um it is gross it's it's just freaking gross what happened um and i can understand the family's suffering as far as what exactly happened and what was awful was i've never i mean we were Matt, just just to kind of give you context, a lot of the stuff stopped at like around like 1992, 1994. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was before we were all born, um, at least you and I. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there was a racial divide because a lot of Jeffrey's targets were um, were black gay men. Um, Mm -hmm. And it just it was it was very upsetting because. Not only there was the discomfort from, and it was in Minnesota too. Um, not only it was the discomfort of a gay individual, but also it was a racial divide of the color of the person's skin. And I think if it was any other way, I think it would totally be going one way or another, but there was just so much divide for it. And I know I'm kind of making my own movie review out of this, but what was funny was I think I finished episode one and like was kind of freaking out a little bit. So then I was like, okay, like episode two. So like I went on Wikipedia, which is the best place to get all your, you know, factual information. Absolutely. <laughs> and I was looking up Jeffrey Dahmer and I was looking up a lot of the sequences that, you know, is his first kill, you know, his next victim, you know, what, why did he do the things that he did? And that it was pretty accurate to the, the series. Mm-hmm. like so i knew what to expect going into it so like if if i may suggest if people are very uncomfortable watching it just so means you get the spoilers ahead of time 
just go on a Wikipedia page. And this is the only time I'm ever recommending Wikipedia for anybody. Go to the Jeffrey Dahmer Wikipedia. Look up. Just read, just skim read some of the stories that happen and then watch the documentary because it actually jumps in between like some of the timeline itself. But it it was I, I'm glad I watched it. I'll be honest, like for somebody who is just absolutely freaked out when it comes to just scary shit, I am very happy I watched it because it enlightens me more as far as why it's important. And especially, I know you gave your advice in the middle of the show, but just to reemphasize, like having people know where you go, um, because a lot of people just went, just went with Jeffrey Dahmer back to his apartment, did not tell anyone that he was going there. So like, it's super important if you're out with a group of friends and, you know, somebody wants to take you home that you tell people or tell somebody that you're going this way or, hey, maybe not. And then actually like start to get to know the person and go on dates and actually figure out who this person is. Um, yeah, it just it really enlightened me as far as the importance of telling people where you're at, going to places together. Like, yeah, some of us aren't fortunate in going to places with other groups of people but mm. at least telling somebody hey i'm gonna go home with this person or because uh, just yeah i think a lot scary. of it a lot of it could have been prevented if somebody was able to tell somebody that hey i'm going to this person's place yeah it's very scary um I think the worst part of it is the families of the victims have to watch this. There was a, a report that they were trying to find like legal action against Netflix yep. for this, which, mm-hmm. and I, I believe if I'm correct that I, I heard someone talk about it, there's nothing they can do because it's all public record. So like Netflix owes them nothing yeah. because it's all public record and they can tell the story because everybody knows it already, mm-hmm. which sucks because the morally right thing would be to give the family some of the money would not that like money is going to fix their loved one being killed, yeah. but it just sucks that they just have to listen to this all over again. Like they didn't already live it. Yeah. I, I do feel for the families because they did, they did cover one individual who was actually deaf. Like one of the, the per the, one of the individuals, I'm going to look up the person's name. Um, because I, I would feel bad. Um, to not actually include uh, Tony Hughes. Mm. Um, Tony Hughes was deaf um, in early childhood and, and was deaf for the rest of his life. Um, and, and he was one of Dahmer's victims. And they actually did a very extensive review of Jeffrey, uh, of Tony um, in him having a challenge as a gay black deaf man. And you know, some of the things he had to overcome as, as all of those in general. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't started it. I don't know if I have not, the stomach for it. Not a fit. It's not that bad, Matt. Like I was expecting like, like on a scale of one to 10, as far as like goriness, I'd say it's at a solid five. Yeah. Like, you know, but like, I hate to be gory, but like you're not seeing somebody get their arm sawed off. You know what's happening, but you don't see it. Yeah. So. But yeah, uh, not that I want to recommend watching it, but if you want to be educated as far as what happened, I highly recommend watching it because I never knew what happened. I always heard about Jeffrey Dahmer or, you know, Dahmer dinner party or all that stuff. So. Yeah, maybe I'll end up watching it. It's uh it's something. Yeah. But uh hey, uh Love is Blind season three is coming out in a few weeks. Still gotta finish uh after the altar. Oh, you have to. I have one episode left. Okay, good. Yeah. Good stuff. Very um, good stuff. But yeah, uh if you made it this far, listener, let me tell you, or viewer, let me tell you. Yeah, you, you went through the ringer. Mm-hmm. We got uncomfortable to be comfortable. <laughs> And the shitty part is is that there's more of this coming at you when uh, future episodes come out. So if you're a new listener, probably the best thing that you should do 
is you should follow us on whatever platform you're using, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We always like to post highlights or TikToks or Instagram reels. You can find all that good information at solo.to slash funny business. You can also find some merch available there as well as our Twitch live stream page itself. Um, Matt, it's good to have you back in the States, buddy. Never left the States. <laughs> But it's good to be back. It's good to be back in another kind of. another episode and another one down. But until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone.